Hey everyone, welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. My name is Mike. This is Orlando. This is episode number two. Number two. Wow, we we're doing it, man. <laughs> two episodes in. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, it's a- just a start. But if you haven't listened to episode one, go back and listen. It's it's great stuff. Uh, but we're glad you're here joining us. No. So and and I would say. It's been exciting just seeing seeing you, Mike, and, and develop and, and just make money and, and knowing that hopefully we're helping some of you out there that you're listening. And, and those of you that have been in the reselling game for a while, I, I'm so excited about learning more from all of you. So please continue listening. Please make sure that you you know subscribe to us on YouTube. You're finding us on social media. Uh, and Pure Hustle Cast on Twitter and Snapchat, and Pure Hustle Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and other. Do we have any other social media platforms? Yeah, probably all of them. Just look for us; you'll find us. We're there. <laughs> look in the look in the Pure description. Hustle Podcast. Yeah, Pure Hustle Podcast. Um, and and speaking of which, if if you haven't yet sent in your um, your hustles of the week or maybe some bolos, uh, please do that. Right, just hashtag Pure Hustle Cast. And just tell us how much money you made. On, try and make us jealous, right? Tell us how much money you made on something, what you bought. Maybe even take a picture of and what make it sure was. They're legit stories. Yeah, yeah. Don't. We, we don't want any, you know, big fish people out there. But you know, tell us what you what you're making money on. And as everyone is sharing these items, you might be walking by uh, expensive money items every day and not know that they're worth money. But as we share this information. Uh, you know, we might start making some more money. So make sure to do that. True, true. And also, by the way, you can call us and leave a voicemail. You can call us at area code 619-738-1170. That's 619-738-1170. Oh, yeah. Call us. Call in. Leave a little message, and we'll uh, make sure to play it on the uh, on the. And podcast. I think they have about three minutes, so make sure you don't go over three minutes. Yeah, don't 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 go too long. Uh, but but you know, give us give us. Either a question, a comment, uh, a bolo, uh, just anything. Just give us a call. Yeah, hustle of the you. week. Hustle of the week. That's hustle of the week. Hashtag pure hustle cast. Just do it. Or pure hustle podcast. But but if it's hashtag, it's pure hustle cast. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay, pure hustle right. cast. Yep. Okay, yeah. see, because on Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Yep. All right. Hey, let's get into the show a little bit. I thought for this show we talk about why eBay, and, and I know we're talking about reselling, and we're not just going to talk about eBay throughout this entire time of our podcast. Uh, eventually, you know, in later podcasts, we'll talk about Amazon, and we'll talk about OfferUp, and we'll talk about uh, LetGo and Mercari, and or Mercury, ever some people call it, or these other ones. But, you know, we want to talk about eBay, because eBay has be- definitely been the game changer for a lot of people, and that's kind of where people get started. Uh, would you say that's true? Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 loving eBay. I find it um, an easy interface to use. I know you sell through some other things, and I'm a little I'm a little nervous at um, at trying other things. Uh, but I feel really comfortable so far on eBay. It's been pretty easy to use. And why do you why do you say it's easy to use? Run me through that. Talk to me about that. Well, I mean, one of the nice things is I feel like most people have bought or sold something on eBay at some point in their life, right? I mean, eBay's been around forever, um, and you know, if you can buy something on eBay, you pretty much can list something on eBay. It's it's that simple. You're just taking a couple pictures. You're pushing a few buttons. Uh, you don't have to. If you've got a buying account, you can already sell stuff, right? Like you're already good to go. You don't have to apply for some other account. You don't have to go through any other. Just post up an item and sell it. Okay, I, I see your point. I mean, eBay's been around for a long time. I guess it in in podcast one, uh, you know, I had a friend in 1999 that was selling on eBay. 
right? And eBay has has the ability of of learning throughout that time how to improve their system. Now, you know, they do get a lot of criticism, but I want to make sure that, you know, on our podcast, we're always positive. You know, if there's things that kind of annoy us about eBay, we'll make sure to bring it to light. But overall, you know, it's like you said, if, if you've bought on eBay, you know, the selling side of it, yeah, there's a little bit of research, but it's definitely doable. So talk to me about, you know, the process of like your first thing you listed on eBay. Well, you know, like I mentioned in uh, episode one, some of the first things I listed were just things I had around the house, right? Um, this is just a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. you know, just a couple of random, you know, trading cards and uh, a Kindle and an old GPS watch, like a Garmin. Uh, so just a few random items that uh, I had laying around the house. And, you know, I, I've learned a little bit since then about, you know, taking good pictures and having the right kind of title. And you were able to list all those items, right? But, there but, weren't yeah, any no. restrictions or you didn't have to worry about getting banned or, you know, any of those things that I hear about on the Amazon world? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no no restrictions. I actually have a funny story of uh, a purse my wife sold and, and kind of a, an issue we had with eBay on that, but but it ended up working out. Okay. Um, so we could talk about that another time. No, no. Okay, so... Okay, so you found all these items mm-hmm. they were used. You had no problem listing them. Yep. Nope. Okay, easy so peasy. take me from step A to sold. I mean, it's it. If you've got a cell phone, I, I don't think I've even opened up eBay on my computer yet. And I know I probably should. There's probably better uh, interface and stuff. But literally, a phone with a camera and the internet, and and I'm posting stuff on eBay. And eBay app. Yep, eBay app. If you don't have the eBay app yet, uh, you need to get it right. <laughs> yeah. Like you need to get it. One, because there's nothing better than walking around just at a store or something and you hear cha-ching, right? Which means no, you just it gets got some addicting. money. It's, it's a good feeling. Except I'm not, I don't know about the sound. I don't know if I'm even doing that close. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I'm not 100% sure. No, it, it goes Maybe. Is that the, like the message one? Yeah, or? the message okay. where we get an offer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, if, if you can do it better, send us a voicemail. Should I, should I open that door? Sure, why not? No, yeah. let's not open just, that door. Just we'll get send all us kinds anything. of random voicemails. Yeah. That would be crazy. All right. Anyways. All right. Hey, and so eBay, you know, think about eBay. Like, is, would you say it's part of our culture? Yeah. I mean, everybody, at, least Ameri- at least American culture. Everybody knows the name eBay, right? Like eBay is one of those things that um, it, it's kind of like, I feel like Google in the sense that you could say, oh, you know, just going to sell it on eBay. Or, or you I'm tell a- somebody, hey, go Google something and yeah. they know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. They may or may not actually use Google as their, their web search, uh, but that just kind of becomes the catch-all phrase. So everybody knows uh, eBay. Like I said, probably everybody at some point has either bought something on eBay. Uh, if you're a little bit younger, you probably remember your parents going through a phase where you know they were just buying tons of random stuff on. I know my parents did. Like I'd say every week we were getting boxes at the house of like random knickknacks and stuff. So from eBay, yeah, from eBay, just looking up like, oh look, I got this for for ninety nine cents, but it was thirty dollars shipping. I think that eBay has changed a little bit since then. But. And I know, you know, I know we have a there's different platforms out there. You know, there's Poshmark and there's Etsy and. And it's become very popular, but pretty much everybody, like you said, knows eBay. I, I remember, I think I watched, I think it's the last Jurassic World movie, not or Jurassic Park movie, not the one that's coming out, you know, in a few days, mm. but the one that, the last one. And I remember there's a scene in the movie and a guy had a Jurassic Park shirt from like first movie and, and one of the actors goes, hey, where'd you get that shirt? You know, that's awesome. He's like, oh, I got this on eBay, mm. right? So that, that's like a, that's an ode to eBay that, hey, They've been around. People understand. Like, it's an understood thing. So people right away are going to go to eBay. Now, they may go to Amazon. You know, that's kind of like the new items, electronics. Yeah, I think that's a good point. If 
I I am addicted to Amazon, not selling on Amazon, but but buying on Amazon. I probably that buy. That is true. I probably. You have a Prime tattoo somewhere. Yeah, it's. I'm I'm crazy primaholic. I, so so am I though. I, I, I buy so, I. so much on Prime. I barely leave my house anymore to shop. It's just everything comes from Prime. Uh, but Prime is is almost completely, or Amazon is almost completely new items, right? And so and they're, and they're still on eBay. Right? Yeah, yeah, you can sell new items on eBay. Any new item I'm getting, I'm selling on eBay just because the the entry level to eBay seems quite a bit easier than these other platforms. But the nice I would say thing, it's far easier. Oh yeah, it's 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 amazingly easy to to sell on eBay. But one of the things I find really interesting, um, or or one of the reasons I prefer eBay for selling, is it's the place for the things that are known, the good new things. But it's also the place for the bizarre, right? The weird, the unusual, the stuff you're going to find at a garage sale, at a thrift store, um, that it's just different, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and there's people that know that. I mean, there are people that have saved searches on eBay. And so as soon as, you know, you you find that unique item that somebody is waiting for, like they'll get a notification and they'll buy that product, mm. you know? And I've had that happen multiple times where somebody, you know, sends me a message and say, Hey, you know, I've been looking for this for so long. I'm so glad you listed this. And this would have been something I never would have been able to to list on Amazon or other platforms. You know, and so so talk to me about, you know, eBay as far as like why you're kind of in this place that, you know, for a beginner, this would be really easy. You know, I mean, I feel like I've kind of talked about it a little bit already. It's okay. just it's it's easy we- to get started, right? Like if you've got a phone, you've got the eBay app. Uh, you can do it, and my suggestion is if you're if you're new to this, uh, if you're like me and you're kind of just starting out, go look around your house, and this is be a good way to kind of test like how to know whether something sells for money or not. Is look at items that you'd be willing to donate to the the thrift store, anyways. Uh, look it up on eBay, check to see if, if the sold items and is this item selling, uh, and just practice list a couple of items and sell it, and and you'll see how easy this is to do. Okay. And I would say on the, on the other side, you know, I've been reselling for a long time and I've heard a lot of people go, hey, I'm going to have my own website or I'm going to start a Shopify store. But, you know, what you miss out when you go into like your own kind of place is is all the money that is spent on marketing, mm. right? You, on TV, you've seen eBay commercials, you see them on social media platforms, you know, you'll get emails every once in a while. And, and so think about it, you know, I know there's there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of hate out there about eBay. I mean, you can go some really dark tunnels and rabbit holes uh, on on Google if you Google, you know, I hate eBay or this is why I left eBay. But but think about it. eBay has been around for a long time. We already covered that. But eBay wants to make money, right? And right. so they their goal is to advertise themselves over and over and over again as much as possible, right? And to make it as efficient as possible for people to buy their items. And so, yeah, it may cost you 10 cents a listing or 30 cents a listing, or, you know, if you have a store, you have to pay for a store subscription. But you're not just paying for a, for a place to list. You're paying for everything that comes with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great point. I think one of the things I was originally a little concerned about before I got started selling, uh, I'd even talked to you about was, what are the fees on this? Like, wh- how much money is eBay going to be taking from me? And at first, when I heard, you know, you know, about 10%, depending on the item, I, I, at first, I was a little bit like, that's a lot of money. But as you mentioned, they're, 
I am able to reach an audience. I'm able to reach a market of people for this one item that I'm selling that I would never be able to reach. Like, let's say if I were to try and use Craigslist or something else. Yeah, because you're you're stuck to your local area. Right, exactly. And and that was one of the reasons, um, you know, I'm I'm totally okay with paying that 10%. I, I, I don't even blink at it anymore, is I can find an item that I would probably never be able to sell locally, or if I would, it would take, you know, forever to find that right person. There might only be 100 people in the United States that, like, want this item, but on eBay, I'm reaching all of them, right? Like every person who has internet access, and like you mentioned, many people, if they're looking for stuff, they're looking on eBay. And so I'm, I'm reaching that global platform of people without having to advertise, without having to do all of that on my own. Yeah, you just list the item. And the other thing is, you know, I'm a fan of the local game too. Don't get me wrong. Like I use Craigslist and OfferUp and let go. But you will probably find that you can sell things for more money if you go on eBay. All right, case in point, uh, I've sold, uh, for instance, uh, you know, a, a pair of shoes. Okay, so I found I came across uh, these these pair of shoes. They're kind of uh, they're like these yellow Asics. Okay, and they were. Uh, it's kind of and this is you know one of those stories like. You know, you watch Storage Wars or whatever in some show and they find it and you're like, that doesn't happen all the time. Okay, so this doesn't happen all the time to me, right? But I was at a Goodwill and I found these yellow pair. I think they're called Tiger Asics or something to that effect. And they had two pairs. It was kind of interesting because they had both pairs and they had switched the rights for both of them. They had switched them. And so you had one pair that looked really dirty on the right side and really clean on the left, and the other pair that looked really clean on the right and dirty on the left. So like the same size shoe? Yeah, so they switched wow. them, and whatever reason, I was able to figure it out, and I bought both of them, and I paid $35. And, you know, I could have sold these locally for 70 80 bucks, possibly, but then I started researching on eBay. And what I found is that these shoes, actually, they're from, uh, well, they weren't from this movie, but... Uh, back in the early 2000s, there was this uh, Quentin Tarantino film, Kill Bill. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, I, I kind of had to walk out of that one. I just, it, you know. Was it, it wasn't your style? It just wasn't my, I, I think I got 30 minutes in. Regardless of point, uh, you know, in this, there's these huge movie posters. You can Google this with Uma Thurman, who was the main actress in the movie. And she had these pair, she had this yellow jumpsuit and she had these pair of yellow shoes. And that's what these shoes were. Hmm. Now, I did some more research, and I found out that these yellow shoes, uh, these these Asics, weren't the original ones. So they were like repops. Hmm. So whenever you know this movie came out, uh, if you were able to snag a pair of those shoes when they came out the first time around, they were going for about a thousand dollars or wow. so on eBay. Well, these shoes, you know, no one else had them. Uh, and I was the only one with the repop, but I saw, you know, some sold listings from, you know, a couple months back that were going, you know, about three, four hundred dollars. So I said, hey, I'm a listies for a thousand dollars. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Now, who knows, wow. right? Now, did you make a thousand dollars on those shoes? No, I didn't make a thousand dollars, but I did. Oh man, make, I was gonna say no, but I did make over five hundred dollars on these oh, shoes. Oh, all right, well so, that's eight. That's nothing to to shake it, a stick it at. It was kind of crazy because you know, had I sold them locally, you know, maybe you know somebody working out or somebody looking for a yellow pair of shoes to match their outfit would have you know would have bought them and maybe paid me fifty, sixty bucks, and I'm able to make twenty dollars. It would have been a quick flip. 
but instead I chose to go to eBay. And on eBay, I saw them, some person in Brazil bought them. I think they paid like $80 shipping or something wow. to that effect. And, and eBay has this incredible global shipping program. If you haven't used it, if you're a veteran reseller and you haven't used global shipping, I strongly urge you to use it. Uh, there's a lot behind it. But, you know, it pretty much guarantees that it's going to make it to where it's supposed to make it. And if it doesn't, they'll, eBay will refund you wow, that's the awesome. full amount. And I've had that happen to me multiple times. Where if you don't go through the global shipping program, some places don't have tracking. And so, you know, it'll get to that country and you have no idea if it, if it makes it. And so, again, this is something that eBay provides, right? And I, I don't know of any other platform that provides a guarantee like eBay with this global shipping. Yeah, no, that's good. I think I think that's a great point, uh, especially trying to sell locally. And, and I'll be honest, I've sold quite a few things on Craigslist. I think it's great. I still use it to, to this day. Uh, just the other day I sold... Uh, like a whole bunch of fishing stuff that was like, it would have been impossible to ship because it was like big rods and stuff. I mean, I could have shipped it, but it, I think I sold it all for like 40 bucks. It wasn't worth shipping. Okay. Um, but it's always a little awkward, you know, either meeting somebody at a Starbucks and trying to find the right person, or if it's a really big item, like I've sold a TV and given away a couch on Craigslist and, and people come to your house, right? And especially when it's like, I'm going to come by and pick it up tomorrow. What's your address? Right or what time are you available? Well, and then tomorrow? you waste all that time, right? Like, well, well, here's the, here's the scary one, right? Like okay. this is what, and maybe I'm 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 being paranoid, but when they say like, "Are you available today?" and it's like, "No, I'm not available. I don't get home until or I'm not available till after six. Okay, I'll come at six forty-five. What's your address, right? And so I'm contemplating in my mind, I'm giving this person my address, and I just told them I'm not available, right? Like. <laughs> This is a little scary. Like wait, they wait, know, wait. they might why, why know. Why would not you do home. that in the first place? Well, you know, because it's it's the other option is to send you, the awkward you text. A sign on your door, like nobody's home. No, yeah, that's basically what I'm doing, right? Okay. But I kind of feel like the the other alternative is that awkward text of I'll send you my address right before you come, right? Like, so it's it's nice eBay in the sense that I'm in my own house. I've listed my items. I'm, I I pack it up. I can pack it up in my pajamas. I can put pack, print the shipping label. Do you just label. like live in your pajamas or something? Well, you know, it's it's you know the morning time on the weekend, and you're Are kind they of like just Star relaxing. Wars theme, like your T-shirt or yeah, that's right, Star Wars, right? So, um, you know, it's 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 nice. It's nice to be able to ship anywhere, um, and to com- be at the comfort of your own home, make your own schedule. I'm I'm really, I mean. Craigslist can be extremely inconvenient. All even, right. I would say even OfferUp. Like a lot of people love OfferUp, but you still have flakes on OfferUp. I've I, never used it. I've never used OfferUp. I mean, the other day I, I had an offer, I think a, f- a $40 offer on a bottle of cologne I paid $15 on uh, at the thrift store. And he said, hey, I'd like to purchase this. And I said, sure, let's meet tomorrow. This is where we can meet. Never heard back. Mm. He just went dark. And that's happened to me so many times. Or on eBay, you know, yeah, there's sometimes you get people that won't pay right away or they don't pay and there's an unpaid item case. But for the most part, as soon as you hear that cha-ching, within a few seconds, usually you get payment and you're good to go, Mm. right? Unless they want to cancel the order. So I would strongly recommend, uh, you know, eBay for that case. Now, let's talk about the fees a little bit. So I think eBay gets a lot of flack for this fees, right? It's, it's, you know, I don't know, 8 to 10% or something and then you got the PayPal fee. But think about it. You could list something on eBay. Let's say it's costs you 10 cents to list, right? And you have to keep relisting it, right? So let's say you do 30 days, right? Where you list it, 30 days, okay? 
And you do that for 12 months, right? So 12 times 10 cents, we're talking about $1.20. And then your item doesn't sell for, like, say, another two years, right? So you're talking about three years, right? Or let's say five years. Let's, let's go all out, right? Because I'm a big believer on you keep things in your store because eventually they'll sell. And then mm. we'll, we'll leave that for another time. But, you know, five years, right? So over five years, $1.20 a year, you're talking about you paid – um, hopefully I get my math right, you paid $6, right, to sell something to make, I don't know, let's say it, it's a shirt that you sell for $50 that you paid $5 for, right? So you're in $5, right, for your capital that you spent on the shirt. You got the $5 in eBay fees. Then you got the selling fees, another $5, whatever, PayPal. Okay, you still made $35, right, if you do your math. So it, the fees are fine. I mean, what other place would you be able, like we said, be able to list things to get national and international attention? And in the end, you'll be able to get the right person to find that item. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. And I mean, there's there's I think there's a time and a place for everything. I know you sell a lot on Amazon. Uh, so at some point down the road, uh, we'll probably break into the Amazon market on this podcast. Uh, but I think for the beginner just starting out, I highly recommend eBay um, in the sense that, you know, I'm just starting out and I've made a lot of money doing it. Um, it's, it's been a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. And But that's not to say that other other places aren't valid and, and, and a good choice or an option for you to look into. I mean, if you're a craft crafty person and you're making your own stuff, sure, use Etsy. Um, if you're willing to spend a lot more time and you have the storage space, you know, do Amazon, do these other things. But but if you're just starting out um, and you're kind of curious, eBay's a great place to, to kind of just test the waters and get your feet well, wet. And eBay, you know, you, you know, you talk about me selling a lot on Amazon, but, you know, some, you know I, like the other day I bought something. I bought like a, I don't know, like a lot of like 20 items. And one of the items fell out of my cart and I'm like, no. And it, it was, de- it, the box got dented. So I can't sell that like I can't sell it as new on Amazon anymore. Mm. I mean, I could try risking it, but you know, I, I run into a problem of getting negative feedback, which will kill you know my ability to sell. And so, especially on Amazon, feedback on Amazon is so hard and so difficult to get. Mm. And on eBay, I find that the customers are very more I would say forgiving. Mm. You're you're able to be, and this is just my experience. Some of you may disagree, and I'm sure we'll get some phone calls or some messages about that. But I find that, you know, I've, for instance, uh, I would say this past Saturday, I sold a Hawaiian shirt. I don't know what happened. I, I remember I sold this shirt one time. The person didn't like it. They returned it. It sold again. And I started packing it. And I noticed there was a couple holes in the collar. I'm like, what? Oh, man. Like, this was not here before. Like, what? I, I don't know what, you know, I, I was I was like, great. You know, well, I could send this to them, mm. right? And maybe they won't notice because it was folded in a way in the collar where, like, you couldn't see the holes. But I, I didn't want to risk it. And so I messaged them, and, and the person was very forgiving. And they still wanted this shirt, and they mm. were thankful for it. So it wasn't a big deal where, you know, if I had been on Amazon, you know, if I had a new shirt and I sold it and sent it with holes and I didn't know about it, like, it, it's it's not good. That's crazy. And, and uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm, I'm kind of interested. And 
again, I'm learning and probably have made a few mistakes on this. So you can chew me out if I, if I messed up on this one. Um, No, I mean, I I might've messed up on this one. So I bought a pair of shoes, um, after learning from you, how much money there is potentially to make in the shoe market. Uh, so I buy this pair of shoes and it's, they're used, they're a little dirty. Um, I think they're like a suede leather, uh, brown shoe. And I take the pictures, the angles I took the pictures, showed them in a pretty good light. I tried to show all the problems. Somebody buys it, and they'd already messaged me a couple of times and tried to talk the price down and asked me questions about the shoes. Uh, so it was already a buyer who was like really invested, right? And they accept the item, they accept the offer that that we'd kind of agreed on. Okay. And then as I'm packing them, I noticed around one of the rims of like where your foot goes in, there was kind of a stain that I didn't notice before, right? It was under different lighting. Like, it, like in the insole? Not on, not on the inside. It was it was on the outside, but but kind of around the rim of okay, the top of the shoe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I didn't notice it before, but I was like, oh, it's, it's not terrible, but it, it wasn't really in the pictures. I looked back through the pictures. And so what I decided to do is like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to try and like wash it real quick. Right. So I like tried to wash that and I think I made it worse by washing it. And was it Nubuck? Like Nubuck suede? I, I honestly wouldn't be able to tell you. I don't know okay. enough about it. So anyways, I, I, I'm like, oh, this person's going to leave negative feedback. And I just shipped it, right? Like I just shipped it to them and I got positive feedback, right? Just as listed. So I was like, okay, maybe I was stressing out. I I probably did. I probably could have deserved getting, I had already decided if they. I don't know about deserve, but you know, you get a picky buyer, like you would have had at least neutral and Mm -hmm. worst case scenario, negative feedback. Yeah. And and if you get negative, um, like is, is that something I haven't gotten any negative yet? Uh, Is it? Do is it often that you get negative? Is it easy to get negative feedback? Like, what is the process? I there? think okay. So eBay, and and you can correct us if we're, if we're wrong about this. But what I remember is I remember buying stuff before, and I remember trying to leave feedback. And I think at one point, like it took several days. Like eBay would not let me leave any kind of negative feedback, you know, unless at some time had passed, right? So so you know, it gives people the ability to cool off and kind of think through it and do they really want to do this? And even still, you know, the buyer has the ability to contact you or like with your shoe, let's let's say we ran that scenario a little bit different. You know, from now on, I would say, you know, you had the opportunity to take a picture of it, right? While you're messaging and say, hey, I missed this. Please let me know if you'd like me to cancel this transaction or what would you like me to do and just leave it in their power and, mm. and you can kind of end it that way. You know, I had... Um, <laughs> an accident uh, I had in my description and they were size 11 shoes, but in my listing, I was, you know, doing templates. I was moving through it real fast and I put size 12. Mm. So the person bought it and then they noticed and said, Hey, you know, um, I, I think these are size 11s. Can you check? And sure enough, I checked and in the pictures, it, they're size 11 shoes. Mm. And so I said, I'm sorry. And he said, no problem. Can you just cancel the transaction? And I just canceled it and we were good. Mm. Nice. Right. And, and I, I find that over, I find that eBay buyers are willing to work with you. You just need to make sure you're 100% transparent and honest about what you're doing. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. If you're, if you're a little concerned about trying out eBay, um, because you think, you know, it's, it's going to be too hard or you're concerned about the listing fees, uh, maybe you're worried that, uh, the shipping is going to be too difficult. Um, it's, 
take it from me. It's a lot easier than I thought. Now there's, there's still things you're going to learn and you're going to, you're going to realize like, oh, I didn't know this. If you didn't listen to, to episode one, go back and, and hear my, my story with the turntables, right? Like you can, you'll, you're going to probably make some mistakes. Uh, but if you're listening to our podcast, if you're following uh, our social media, you're looking at our bolos, our hustles of the weeks and the things we're learning, uh, you'll learn from our mistakes and you won't make your own. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's good. And we're still going to make mistakes. And I still make plenty of mistakes. But yeah, so definitely, you know, look into eBay. You know, you can go into other platforms. There's nothing wrong with that. But I would say eBay would be the best way for you to transition into this reselling online. And so any other last thoughts before we end this podcast? No, I think I'm good. Uh, remember, send your uh, send your hustle of the week to uh, Pure Hustle Cast. So just hashtag Pure Hustle Cast on on Twitter. Uh, if you if you put in that hashtag Pure Hustle Cast, we're gonna see it. Uh, blast out there what what it is, how much money you made. Take a picture of the item, uh, send it to us, and then we'll mention it on our show. Or you can also call us on our Google Voice at area code six one nine seven three eight. 1170. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and also Snapchat and Facebook. Did I say Instagram already? And Twitter. 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 Twitter, I think we missed. So you'll see it in the description. So, hey, thank you all. Hey, I want to encourage you all, you know, just find something around your house or, you know, take the time, go to a garage or do the research. But eBay is probably going to be your best bet to get started on reselling. And those of you who have been reselling for a long time and walked away from eBay, you know, I encourage you, kind of come back. Come back slowly. And, and by the way, we're not sponsored by eBay, right? Nope. nope. As far as I know, I don't have an eBay T-shirt. No, we don't or... We don't have any sponsorships. So if if you're a business and you're looking for uh, whoa, somebody whoa, to sponsor. Whoa, whoa. Hey, only podcast. Hey, wait, wait. Just, what, I'm just joking. We're here, to, we're here to help Tongue people. Okay. Anyways, hey, thanks so much for listening. Uh, make sure that you're being real. Be relevant. And be reselling. Late. Peace.